Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm great. We put our headphones on almost at exactly the same nice. time. I like that. Yeah. So if you're on YouTube, you can see the uh, you can see the amazing synchronization. I like the word of the nosebleed sports podcast. Don't worry about the craft stuff falling over in the corner. We're going to be okay. Uh, I do apologize. If you are on YouTube, the, the lack of decorations, we used to have a ton of sports stuff hanging everywhere ever since the, uh, the Rona and we uh, redid the basement. I haven't got to hang anything back up. Now we got the blue screen behind us. So we're going to eventually I would love put, to be able uh, to use that. put pictures and videos up there as we're talking. So if we could figure out something we need, I feel like we've been doing this for a couple of years. We're coming up on episode like number 200 almost. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's about time to get like a, a creative director. We need a production guy, a something. production guy, creative direction of production of something or that or other. Yeah. Yeah. Senior vice president. Senior. Eh, that's getting a little out there, man. Let's hold off a second. We don't even Senior have our vice president of graphics yeah. or something like that. Uh, but there is one thing that I want to start doing. We want to get back to because uh, there's a lot of people that um, help us out with the podcast and, and uh, they support us. So we want to make sure that we support them. And one of those people is, you know, we got summer coming up, Adam. It's we're it's creeping. It's May. And this is the time to get your first of uh, many sprays for the for the old mosquitoes, because the mosquitoes in the summer are the terrible. They're just terrible. So Ohio mosquito control. They're the pest of the pest, but the pest of the they're the pest of the pest. I like that. That's what they are. They are the pest to the pest. Yeah, that's exactly what they Indeed. are. Indeed. Uh, so at Ohio Mosquito Control, we offer quality services to the Cincinnati area. Reasonable prices, family owned and operated. Professional mosquito control service, just a phone call away. Uh, they offer residential and commercial application. They're fully licensed and insured pest control company specializing in mosquito control. It's time to enjoy the outdoors again. Their, bar- their barrier spray applications include a broad spectrum insecticide that offers relief from mosquitoes around your home including backyard pool areas patios and porches with repeated applications every three to four weeks all outdoor areas will become enjoyable for the whole summer they offer single applications as well for outdoor events such as weddings parties Um, you can find everything you need to know about these guys at ohio-mc.com ohio-mc.com you can book your application right there online you don't have to call anybody if you don't want to and i'm going to tell you right now jason schmeig and his family will make sure that you are taken care of i've even had an issue before i'm going to say this and i'll tell you he came out and sprayed and like a week later i noticed a bunch of mosquitoes out there i'm like what's going on he came out and he's like dude I'll hook you up. And he, and he came back out, took care of it. And we didn't have any problems after that. That's only happened one time in like four years. So it's not something that happens all the time, but I'm going to tell you right now, these guys are, they're, they're amazing. So once again, Ohio-MC.com, you can book online there. um, Or you can get a hold of them at 513-347-3594. Really hit that nine, four at the end. You got to get that nine, four. (laughs) Uh, So, on that note, today on the sports 
the sports podcast of the nosebleeds variety. We've got a very little bit of sports and a whole lot of other stuff. Yeah. Uh, we've got some some fun stuff that's going on with, I believe it was the Netflix. Uh, what was it? The Netflix, Netflix is a joke. Netflix uh, is a joke comedy tour or something like that. It's a, a big thing that they had with a ton of different comedians, which would have been super awesome to go to yeah. after I heard the whole lineup of everybody that was out there. Uh, but Dave Chappelle had some stuff going on. We'll talk about that. We've got the NBA basketball playoffs. We might talk Major League Baseball. I don't know. Depends on how much time we got because the Reds are currently losing. They're, what, 3-20 and 20 at this moment in time before this game's over. I don't know how much I want to talk about the Reds. Yeah, There, there is some things that I'd like to go over, though. I, there are some things that I'd like to talk about, not just about this team, but about we've, – we've kind of brought stuff like this up before, but, but just the Reds in general. Okay. We All may right. talk about it. But first thing we'll we got to do – uh, we're tasting different Reese's. So Reese's has got, if you've noticed in the candy section, Reese's has got things every, they've got all kinds of new candies, candies, candy bars, candy cups, yeah, all kinds of different candy, stuff coming candy out these canes, days. Uh, the food groups from Elfred last week, candy we, corns, candy, candy canes. corns, <laughs> candy corn. Oh, that's going to be one. Eventually they're going to, there's going to be a Reese's with candy corn. in. It. Yeah. Uh, but last week we tried out the, um outrageous the reese's outrageous candy bar which i gave a 10 it's my all-time favorite uh the week before that was the the brownie the brownie peanut butter brownie cup thingy uh, the i wasn't the biggest fan the snack, cake. the snack cake is what they called it yeah i wasn't the biggest fan of that but this week adam what do you got for us bud we've got the reese's sticks <sighs> now yes. these are to me these are sort of the Sort of the answer to the Kit Kat, maybe sort of the Reese's version of the Kit Kat. Have you had this? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I stopped at the store on the way over here, and the amount of Reese's products there is unbelievable. And a lot of them I have not tried yet. So there's I'm a lot. About this. Yes, there's a lot that we haven't tried. There's at least 10 or more different things out there, right? For now. sure, for sure. So yeah. this is a uh, milk chalk. This this is the Reese's sticks. Uh, there's four sticks in this king size bar, milk, chocolate, peanut butter, and crispy wafer. So I'm glad that you said it's like the Kit Kat because I'm going to tell you right now, I love Kit Kats. Me too. But one thing I don't like are those wafer things. You don't like them? What are those called? Yeah. Just wafer. Just, uh, yeah. I don't you know. You know, the like generic wafer yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm not yeah. the biggest fan of that that kind of and I, I it's just because it's kind of bland for me yeah it is it's very dry uh, i like them but it is very dry um when when my brother and i flew out to new york in 05 i think it was to go out and see conan we stay we had hardly any money so we stayed at a really bad hotel yeah. in a bad part of town and we didn't have a car or anything we flew out and so we walked down the street to a really bad uh, little bodega, gas station. Little bodega. It wasn't even that. It was a little like it was a gas station. It was right. a little. And we bought those. That we bought just some candy because that was our dinner. That That's what dinner. we ate for dinner. I love it. Um, so anyway, <laughs> we bought those wafers, uh, and they were. I remember Jordan's brand, like Ooh. like Jordan without the R. I don't know why I remember that. I just because I know why you remember that because you're Jordan. thinking it was Jordan exactly. exactly. Anyway, 
These are covered in chocolate with peanut butter in them. So too. they gotta be better. They're way better. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. All right. First reaction on your mark. Get set. Go. Um, I had to tilt my head back in ecstasy for a second because this is way up there at the top of the list for me as far as Reese's candy goes. I love these so much. I haven't had them in a long time too, which is even better now. Um, but yeah, it is, it is like a Kit Kat, but with a p- added peanut butter that puts it way over the top, puts it over the top to me. Um, it doesn't get much better than this. I, I almost would prefer this. I think I would prefer this over the classic cup. Whoa. I don't know if I preferred over the big cup, but the classic cup, I think I take these over that. What do you think? So definitely kind of like the Kit Kat. It's more, the wafer is more like that wafer we were talking about than it is like the Kit Kat wafer, which I like a lot. Um, however, with the peanut butter and chocolate around it, it makes it amazing. So I gave the outrageous bar a 10. I believe that's the that's the, the Reese's caramel chocolate peanut butter. I think there's nothing better than that. However, having to rate, I believe I rated the, uh, what, what was it called? The snack pack or the um, snack cake. Snack cake. I think I gave that a six. Okay. Sounds right. I'm going to give this a seven, slightly wow. above the snack cake. I'm, I'm, I need to make room for a lot of things. So I don't know exactly where things are going to fall, but I know this is better than the snack cake. But it's three notches down from. I'll maybe give it an eight. You know what? I'm going to split the difference. This is going on an eight. Okay. okay. Eight. My rating. Really good. This is delicious. And, and for that reason, nine and a half. Mm. All right. Oh. All right. And so it begins. And so the decimals begin. I'm so excited for those. Nine point four nine 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 nine. All right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I mean, I just want to keep shoving these in my face. I won't do I'm that. Go- I'm going to throughout the entire show. I don't really keep care. doing it. Keep doing it. Um, all right. So, man, these are really good. These are good. <laughs> I'm sticking with the eight. I'm sticking with an eight. Eight's a good score. Hey, you know what? You are welcome to change it at any time during this podcast. If you wait a little bit, you get. You get some energy out of your system about, you know, Dave Chappelle or about the NBA playoffs or something like that. And you go back and you have another one. And you're like, whoa, I in that in that 10 minutes, I forgot how good these were. I'm going to bump it up to an 8.2, okay. up to an 8.4, up to an 8.9. I, I, think, I think I think now that I know we're doing decimals, mm-hmm. I am going to move it. Get creative. I want it to be I want it to be an 8.3. I want an 8.3 out of this. Okay. Nice. I feel good about an 8.3. I like the arrows moving up. It's mm-hmm. 8.3 with a little green arrow yeah. pointed up. 100. 100%. Um, so, all right. That was, uh, I mean, really nice and nice and quick pretty much. But I love this part of our podcast. We're doing this until we get through most of the Reese's products. Not most. Until all of all the of Reese's the- products have been taken care of. So, sorry. Uh, it's just all. And so, if a new one comes out, we have to do it. It's coming back. Totally agree. Uh, So, Barry Reese, um, if you uh, – first of all, thank you for watching. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the the texts and the calls and stuff. 
Um, and, and if you want to just go ahead and send us product, we are totally uh, open to that. Um, otherwise we'll, we'll just stop in somewhere and, uh, and grab whatever's whatever we pay the $6 and 37 cents to get. Yeah. Cause you got to buy three of everything now. It was, it was that a three, was that a three for deal? No. Um, but they had something there on sale, a little similar to that, but I didn't go to Kroger. I went to UDF, mm. which is always more expensive anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, but as we've said before, so worth it. This is so good. So worth it. So good. I definitely, I definitely recommend the Reese's sticks. All right. On that note, Adam, we do a little comedy, ma'am. We do a little comedy every week. We watch a comedy segment. Let's talk about Dave Chappelle before we get into basketball, because I've never seen anything like this happen before in my entire life. Yeah, it's it's happened. Got you know, comedians have been attacked on stage, but you don't hear about it a ton, and it's usually not. It's almost never somebody as big as Dave Chappelle at a place as big as where he was at. That's the thing to me too. Like at the comedy cellar or something, where you're like three feet away. Sure, that I could see something happening. This is a stage though that you have to climb up on, um, and and at the at the Netflix is a joke festival, and yeah, it's. Unbelievable. So, did you see the video? Video's yeah. hard to see. There's a couple different angles, but it's not very good. Yeah. Um, but from what you can tell and from the story, and by the way, I was telling you this before, I read probably six different publication stories on this thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So, we don't really know exactly what happened. All we can do is gather all the information we've gotten and just tell you what we've heard until we get an interview with Dave Chappelle about the deal. Yeah. Yeah. So guy g- comes up on stage and tackles him, right. Or right. tries to, or something like that. Oh, he tackled him. He tackled Dave. Tackled so here's my question for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Like Will Smith walked up on stage, stared Chris rock right in the eye and smacked old boy. Mm-hmm. Right. Chris rocks, not the biggest guy in the world. Right. Dave Chappelle, since he came back, is known for being a beast. Oh, boys. That, I mean, of every comedian that you could pick from, Dave Chappelle is one of the top probably three or four that I would not want to go up on stage and try to hit. Yeah, he, he bulked up massively like five years ago or whatever it was. Um, here's the thing. The steroids, this, the steroid anger. You know, took steroids, probably got angrier, smoked so much weed, came right back down, buddy. He's yep. just calm, you know? Calm, he's calm. Dude. He's, he's calm, but he stomped him, Buster Rhymes, and Jamie Foxx. After, after he comes back out, him, Buster Rhymes, and Jamie Foxx come out, and him and Jamie Foxx are talking how they just stomped the guy. He said, I've always... I never thought I'd get the opportunity to stomp somebody on stage. And he finally got to do it. Oh, my God, it's so funny. Chris Rock coming out, immediately grabbing the microphone and saying, was that Will Smith? Absolutely hilarious. Well-timed. Perfect. That I mean, couldn't be any better. Uh, well done by, by Chris Rock because Chris Rock needed to get something out. He played that Will Smith thing very, very, very cool. That was the perfect opportunity to get a little crack on Will because Will deserved it. Yeah. Um, I, I, 
you know, I thought that was pretty low hanging fruit. I, I I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. What? No, yeah. he deserved that, man. Hey, I hope Will Smith was laughing his ass off at it too. You know, Will was laughing at it. Maybe I just didn't think it was that funny. But anyway, I, I love it. What I thought was funnier was Dave, Dave coming out and talking after that. Says <laughs> said uh, it was a it was a trans man. <laughs> I didn't hear that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He told everybody it was a trans man. Um. Yeah, he he, he they like broke his right. arm. The dude had to go to the hospital. Yeah. They beat the piss out of this guy. Good, good. He deserves it. Yeah. Uh, if you go and try to tackle somebody on stage, and and you get out of there without any injuries, you should count your blessings. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, like these guys that are starting to run out on football fields and Stefan Diggs last year in the playoffs, laid old boy out that came running out on the field. Yeah. That was awesome. I love it. You're grown man. That's got naked or whatever. I hope you do get tackled by a man in pads and it hurts like hell. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what city this was in. It shouldn't be that hard to find, but apparently it is. But it runs It runs for almost two weeks. So it's, yeah. it's running through the next few days, and it started at the end of April, last couple of days in April. Um, but anyway, I, I mean, just massive. I mean, everybody's been at this at this festival, right. or, or most most huge people. Obviously, Chappelle and Rock are there. Jamie Foxx, Buster Ryan, uh, apparently not even only comedians. Yeah, there, I'm but, sure it's got a lot of different stuff in it. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Uh, and Buster Rhymes bulked up lately, too. That's one thing. You know, yeah. He had a whole body transformation. Oh, boy, got stumped. I mean, they had to take him to the hospital. I th- I've, I've heard I've heard at least a broken arm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think somebody said dude's arm looks like looks like Tom Segura trying to dunk on him when he tried oh to dunk God. on a nine foot hoop. That's gross. I oh my God, I heard. Oh, if you've never seen that video of Tom Segura trying to dunk, oh, oh my God, he tore his whole body off. His arm. I don't know how his arm was still attached afterwards. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was really gross. But this was uh, really interesting. And after the speaking of the Chris Rock thing, the Will Smith thing. We, I, I think we both totally disagreed with the whole this people talking about, well, this, this is going to give people uh, ideas about going up on stage and, and going after comedians and stuff. Now, I don't think that had anything to do with what this guy's talking about. And Dave it, Chappelle talked about before that happened, talked about uh, how he's had to beef up his security lately because of his last special talking about all the, the trans stuff. stuff. Yep. Um, and, and apparently, I mean, I, he was joking about the guy being a trans woman or a trans man or whatever, but we don't know what the motive was. We don't know why the guy went after him. We have not heard anything about it. I guess if you're going after somebody, it's because of something they said, or if you're just, I don't know if you're just a, if you're just a maniac, maybe that's it too. Who knows? But apparently the guy had a gun. I, my, the, the report I saw the gun was fake, but it had a knife taped to it. Maybe there was either a knife and a gun or a, knife attached to a gun or a gun that was also a knife somehow i don't know the guy had a bayonet or something yeah that's what it sounds like um so anyway so so this guy came uh but everything i've read said the gun was fake um i so i read a few things like that and a few things that just flat out said he the guy had a gun and a knife and i don't it sounds like if if there's information that there is a, a gun knife that's not a real gun, then that's probably the case. Yeah. Um, either way, that's the worst. That's by far the scariest part of this. The guy had a, I, I, it doesn't sound like he used it, but 
the guy had a weapon on him and he got up on stage. That's the worst part. Yep. Um, that's how. Uh, so Dave Chappelle beefed up his security and somebody still got up on that stage. Oh, Chappelle need to be having a conversation. Them boys need to put down the put the reefer down and uh, start paying attention. They're gonna have to have people in like along the front of the stage. I mean, maybe not on the stage, but like right in front of the front row. Somehow they're gonna have to they're gonna have to seat people facing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I'm gonna be sitting right here. The stage is right there, and you're Dave Chappelle security. I'm gonna have to look at you the whole night, and I'll be looking at like, you the whole night. <laughs> Speaking of that, the the girl that tried to run on the court in uh at the Raptors game last series. Okay, did you see that? No. There's apparently some girl as a protest uh was planning to run onto the court during a game during one of the the playoff games, and did. And the video you can see. They they knew this was going to happen. They scoped her out and had a security person planted two seats away from her, watching her the whole they almost this close. And the security guard you can see on the video is just staring, staring at right at her. And I don't know if she knew that and didn't care, was going to go for it anyway, or didn't know, didn't realize it. But the girl goes, moves like this to get up, hops, and and as soon as she stands up, the security guard jumps up to this girl actually hops between the two seats in front of her. She's in the second row yeah. and like takes two steps onto the court and the security guard just dives right on top of her and tackles her down. So awesome. It was, uh, it was crazy, but they, they knew that was happening somehow. And, um, and, and, and that reminds me, that reminded me of there are working at the ballpark for the reds. There were security people. They had a huge security staff and they had people number one in plain clothes. They had the yellow, the yellow jackets. Well, they had the yellow. Yeah, they had the yellow, but they would have. Oh, you said plain clothes. Yeah, they would have like four people or something like that designate people, um, different people all the time, and they would just plant them in like usually like the bleachers or somewhere like that. But yeah. they would they would travel where they would sit there for a couple of wherever they needed go. wherever they were needed. Yeah. Hey, hey, there's popcorn being dropped down here. Or there's beer spilling over the edge. And then, yeah, and then the year, the year I, my last year there, which was 2015, um, a girl that I had worked with moved into like a different role, which, and her, one of her jobs was to like be an additional person to watch cameras and communicate mm -hmm. with the security team and just, just talk about, you know, Hey, this, this person looks a little funny. This person, you know, is, these is, people uh, are getting a little too rowdy. This, that, this, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, that's I, I mean, there are they have intel for some of that stuff, too. But we've seen plenty of times that people run all the way onto a field. And I mean, it's they're kind of funny videos to watch when it when it gets passed. And, and they I, get I mean, watching the security trying to tackle them is always funny because it's always some young guy in shape. Well, not always, but sometimes it's some young guy in shape that's juking fat security guys around. I, that that is a little bit funny. But my all time favorite ones are when the players themselves mm -hmm. take it upon themselves to end it. Like, they're just like, all right, nope, this ain't happening. And either clothesline them or tackle them or help them with. I love that. Yeah. That's what I would do. If I'm down there and there's some naked dude running at, running out on the court, running out on the <laughs> field, I'm walking that. right over there and knocking that dude out. Get out of here. I might even tackle him. <laughs> Give him yeah. a little knee to the. Mike Gray's something. Hey, but you know what? It is what it is. You got to take one for the team sometimes, man. You take one for the team. I would always one of these one of, I've always wanted to see when one of these naked dudes run out 
for a security guard to just instead of trying to like grab them and tackle them, just reach out and God, just get a handful of everything, twig and berries and all, man, and just squeak. You want to stop a boy straight in his tracks? Paralysis. Yes, you just freeze. That dude can be mid gritty, and you grab that bad boy, and he is done, locked up. <laughs> Locked up. Gritty. That we might have our title of this episode. <laughs> Mid gritty. All right. Uh, yeah, those are funny. They're always a little bit. They're concerning until the guy gets caught, though. To me, like I, I still worry that something's gonna happen. Like when yeah. the guy tried to stab the the first base umpire in that yeah. White Sox game. That's, I mean, that's twenty years ago now. Feels like. Yep. But that was really scary. I mean, that dude came out with a knife in in Chicago and was gonna stab the first base umpire. Yeah. I think um, he did. Didn't he? Did he was get it to the, him? Was it the umpire? Oh, and then. Right, yeah, the umpire at first. And there was also a, uh, a a father and son that beat the crap out of the, I think, the Royals first base yep. coach, too. Yep. I remember uh, that one. Yeah, that was the yeah the father-son deal. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I, that I, was like right around the same time both of those things happened. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, Chappelle is fine, it seems like, but the guy had a weapon on him. I mean, you just yeah. don't, you just never know. Fake or not fake, it doesn't matter. It, 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 if it's fake, the guy's obviously out there for trying to, you know, be whatever he is and good for him for getting his butt kicked. But that's scary, dude. We we both are big fans of the band Pantera. Mm. Um, after Pantera was over, uh, Dimebag Daryl and Vinnie Paul brothers went on to to have this other band and they were playing in Columbus right up the road and uh that's how that's how daryl abbott got killed was at a show guy just walked right on stage and shot him right uh, right in yeah. the chest or whatever um how crazy is that like what <laughs> so so crazy it's it's you're you're so vulnerable i mean you're that was like in, i want to say that was like or, or something i was like in i feel like that was that's been it's a, a long, long time, time ago, ago too because i feel like it was when i was in high school was it yeah because yeah. i i got a pantera sweatshirt from our cousin for christmas when I was, dude, this was probably 30 years ago. Maybe not 30. How old? I've been eight years old. No, I was probably like 13 or 14. I wasn't that old. Mm. I still have that sweatshirt to this day. Love that sweatshirt. I need to get a Pantera shirt. We were on our way. So we're on our way to a baseball game. And the wife was with the girls for their softball game. So it was just me and the boy in the truck. And Parker got this very first experience of what it's like to roll into a game with me when i'm getting ready the whole way there i've got fuel by metallica going i've got enter well, i did enter salmon i turned it off i was like this isn't this isn't doing it for me right now <laughs> so then i go and i i think i played uh i played archie we ready that's one of my favorite ones we ready we ready we ready i love that i love that so much but then as we pulled in i've turned on uh i turned on walk by mm. pantera yeah that I'm like, I'm ready to like run to a wall right now. Right now, I could just run through a wall. I, I feel like we played that song on repeat when we were lifting we're, for a working living. out. Where it was that's what we did. It was that, and uh, you know what else we had on that CD? We had a workout CD. It was like, it was, uh, we had like two or three Pantera songs, we had two or three Rob Zombie songs, okay, yeah. and White Zombie, Rob Zombie songs, and then we had uh, some DMX on there too. That was, I remember that, I remember that burn CD I made. That is a it was one of my all time yeah. favorites. It would go from like Damien 
one of the one of the three Damians from DMX into into uh, Walk by Pantera. Respect. Oh man, I'm jam. We got to the game and there was like two kids there, and we were the first game, so no one else is in the parking lot. And I got that thing blaring, and I <laughs> saw them there. And I had all the equipment in the back of the truck and I left the truck on and threw it on all the way on high. Parker gets out, dad, stop, stop. And I'm like, no. And I'm playing the air guitar out there and the kids are cracking up. Oh, dude. So good. By the way, last weekend, I got to see your team play, one of your teams play and, and you coach and you guys uh, got a run rule win and uh, yeah. you're coaching your brains out. And uh, it was awesome. Yeah, little man threw little man threw a couple innings. Your son, one hit. Your son threw no the ball runs. very well. Yeah, he did. He did. He did really well. Hit well too. I yeah, thought. yeah. Oh, he's one for one with a couple walks. So yeah, yep. Yeah, did pretty good. The good. It was a good day for the uh, for the old uh, elite baseball team. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, so anyway, that was fun. Look, thank God Dave Chappelle's okay. Uh, thank God Chris Rock's okay. Thank God everybody's okay. And uh, I don't know. Let's talk about some. Let's talk. You know what? It's time. We got to get some kind of sports involved into this thing at some point, right? I mean, we do call this the Nosebleed Sports Podcast, which maybe episode 200, we flipped the script on everybody and changed the name of the podcast to the Nosebleeds Podcast. Sure. And just lose the sports in general because. There's going to be some days where I don't even want to talk about sports. I'm with you. This this can be some of our best episodes or when we talk a little bit of sports and a lot of something else. Yes. I, I mean, I couldn't agree more with that. Yep. You know, my favorite part about this podcast today is we had Reese's in the beginning and we will be coming back to Reese's for the Mount Rushmore segment. Nice. I'm pretty, shadowing. Nice. pretty excited about that. Uh, also, we got a great comedy segment in, in David Spade. Uh, you know, these old guys come back and we never know what we're going to get with them. Yep. And I'm going to wait to talk about yeah, that. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yep. All right. So uh, NBA playoffs. So the first round is officially over. Uh, we kind of knew what it was going to look like, although I did say that I thought the Timberwolves would come out and pull that off against the Grizzlies. They did not. The Grizz came out and, and did what they needed to do. I was I was uh, a little bummed out with that. Timberwolves uh, made it a good series, though. They did. They did, and uh, they are actually so. Uh, so they played last night. That, that game went down last night, and uh, the Grizzly at home, the Grizzly, the Grizzly, the Grizzlies, Grizzly Adams at home uh, tied one to one, and the Celtics absolutely destroyed the the Celtics. Put on another defensive clinic. Mm-hmm. against the Milwaukee Bucks, 109 to 86. But the 106 101 game against the Warriors was was fun. I watched a lot of that game. Uh, in the very beginning, um what's his name for the Grizzlies is is taken out for for a foul on Poole who never came back into the game, who Poole has been huge, was huge in that first series for Golden State. Uh took him out as uh, looked like he like dislocated his elbow and i don't know what the actual thing came out as but was it desmond bain that desmond bain was the one who got kicked out yeah uh for the swipe to the head same thing that draymond green got called for uh earlier and then there was an elbow directly to draymond green's uh face and he had to get stitches Mm. and steve kerr was not happy he said it was just he he said something to the effect of they asked him in between the first and second quarter 
you knew this was going to be one of the more you you said this was going to be one of the more physical games you guys had to play all year. Um, it, it seems like it's that way so far. And he goes, "No, this isn't physical. This is downright dirty." And I was like, "Well, the swiping one. I mean, it, it was kind of bad luck that they got. I mean, I see that play happen a ton. The swipe, it just hit him in the head, so the guy got ejected. But the elbow was totally." Not on purpose. Nothing about that elbow to Draymond's face. I don't think was on purpose to you. Okay. I I never. I still have not seen the video. Actually, oh, I, I don't I, think it was on purpose at all. The guy was going for a ball, and Draymond's diving in with his head. It was Draymond almost hit the dude's elbow. As much as the dude's elbow came around and hit Draymond, it was just bad spot, wrong time, wrong place, kind of thing. Well, speaking of Draymond, he got ejected out of the first game. Yep, for the same thing that Desmond Bain got ejected for. In this game. And then the second game uh, is flipping fans off. So he's getting in, he's getting in trouble for that. Yeah, he was flipping them off on it as he was walking. He got elbowed in the nose here in the face and was bleeding, gushing blood. Not gushing, but he had a bloody towel over his face. And he's in, I mean, you know, he's he's in, uh, where are they even Mem- playing? Memphis. Memphis. They, he's in Memphis. So, you know, they're going to give him a little bit of crap. And yeah, Dream, Draymond's Draymond. I mean, we've had this conversation a million times. It doesn't surprise me one bit. That's the thing. And he even came out and said, look, I'm not going to change the way I am. I'm not going to change the way I play. The only thing is, and that's great because it works well for him and for them. And he is incredibly valuable to that team. And it makes a huge impact on the, on the game. But you can only make an impact on the game if you're in the game. You can't lose your head like you did against the Cavs so many years ago and Mm -hmm. miss a huge game in a playoff. Knowing that you only had one technical, that your next technical you were out and, and knowing that and still playing the way that you play. Yeah. You can't, you have to make sure you're on the floor. You have to make sure you are on the floor for that team to have a chance to win this series for sure. Um, So he's got to make sure he's, that's fine. He, if that's what he needs to play with that fire and everything, that's fine. But you have to make sure you are in. It's it's part of the responsibility of his teammates and his coaches too, to make to rein him in as much as they can. Now he's kind of the alpha on that team, but he also is going to respect guys like Steph and Clay and those guys. If they come over, if Steph comes over and says, "Hey, shut your mouth. We need you on the floor," that's enough. He's got to. He's got to understand that you know? I, I think he would do that if Steph walked up to him I don't I don't think yeah. there would be a problem with that he might be a little upset or he might but I think if Steph came over I think that's the one person that he would probably Steph or Clay maybe even Clay maybe yeah. even Clay I feel like that would be but I don't think we've ever seen that happen so I don't think I don't know that that's I don't know that that's in in Steph's repertoire to walk over because I think he thinks I think Steph believes that Draymond needs when Draymond's on one of those benders, he plays really well for the team, which it can go either way. He can fire him up and get him into a different level, or things can go terribly wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And look, most of the time, Draymond plays that way and runs his mouth all game, every game. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, it works out for him. But, um, but yeah, in critical series, now you're in the playoffs and you're advancing in the playoffs, and every series and every game is the most important one of the year now. This is where you you have to be a little bit more careful. I heard a really cool stat about um, they talked about last night on the broadcast about Golden State as a team 
I want to say it was 19 or 20 consecutive series played where they took at least one game on the road. Oh, wow. I thought that was pretty cool. That's big. Pretty yeah. big stat. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was pretty interesting. Yep. Uh, and they have done that. That series is tied 1 1. Uh, and then going on to uh, Phoenix and Dallas, they played, they played game one the other night. And Phoenix, Phoenix handled it pretty well. They're they're currently down just before half by two. That that game's a long way from over. Um, I think we both pretty well agree. Did I say Dallas was going to win this? No, I, I like I wanted. I said Dallas would win the first series and was correct because I really I love this Luca kid, man. I think this team's going to be really good. There, I mean, you would have thought you would have thought that they won won it all. When uh, what's his name? What's the kid's name? What's the rookie's name? For oh, I'm thinking of the Timberwolves. I'm thinking of Anthony Evers with the Timberwolves oh. when they when they took a when they took that game from in Memphis and he was going nuts. Anyway, besides, I'm sorry, I went off no, on a tangent there. Look, Luca is a superstar. He's an MVP candidate every year. Jalen Brunson, Spencer Dinwiddie, Maxi Kleber. They're, I mean, they, those guys are playing so well and have been for the second half of the season. I mean, they've almost had, they've almost had a Celtics like turnaround yeah. after that trade deadline. And, and they, they're really tough. I mean, they're good. Yeah. And I, they, they can make a, a good series out of this. As great as Phoenix was all year long. Yeah. I think they're going to give them a really tough series. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Um, it's going to be tough at home. For, or, or on the road for Dallas right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but once they get into their, their arena, I, I don't know that they can steal a game. That's the problem. I don't know that Dallas can get a game in Phoenix. I think Dallas could easily win every home game. We could rattle off three straight at home or two straight. Then it goes one, 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 right? Yeah. They could win the next, you know, they, but it's going to be so tough to beat Phoenix in Phoenix. Yeah. Devin Booker's unbelievable. Parker last night asked me, he's got a life size. Fathead of LeBron James in his room. Mm-hmm. And he asked me last night, or it's two nights ago, he said, Hey, Dad, where do you think would be a good spot to put one of those of Devin Booker? Nice. And I was like, Devin Booker, that's who you came up with for real? I was like, I love it. I said, But I thought you were a big Steph guy. Oh, yeah, actually, Steph Curry. Well, can we do both? <laughs> no, we're not doing either. <laughs> you know much just Life-size fatheads are stupid ridiculous. I'm not doing either. Ask her for for your birthday from somebody. Um, So anyway, uh, Miami, then Miami and and, um, Philadelphia, who, you know, this Philadelphia team, buddy. Mm, 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 You talk about Joel Embiid, and this might be the year. All the craziness that happened with the – the James Harden and and um, Simmons. Ben Simmons deal. We talked about how disappointed the disappointed we are in the ben, way the Ben Simmons um, play occurred, or lack thereof, I should say. And here we are looking at the same thing with with um, with old playoff Harden. He's just doesn't. What was it? Playoff Paul, right? Leafs call him Playoff Paul for Paul George, who Playoff P or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, never showed up in the playoffs or, or something like that. I'm going to tell you what, right now, man, James Harden's going to start getting something like that attached to his name. It, it, it's been, I think, I, is I mean, they were the best or second best team a few years in a row in Houston when he was at his peak, and it, you know, regular season, and then 
they would lose first round series because he just he was either too tired because of all the because of the usage rate all year or something or they just get you know Mike D'Antoni was the coach and they just he's Mike D'Antoni's a great coach and he's a great offensive coach but his teams just never got over that hump, just never could yeah. get to the finals. They'd score hundreds and you know, 150 points a game, but they just couldn't get because of how big defense becomes. So here's my question. Uh, they officially go down 2-0 against a really, really good Heat team. And Joel Embiid missed both games. That was my question. So it, Joel Embiid does not play in either game. I don't know what his status is coming up for game three or further on. But if Joel Embiid plays in those two games, how big of a difference is that? There, there might not be a bigger difference maker in the league, which is why he's either going to be the MVP or the second or, or runner-up MVP. Um, as long, and it's a facial fracture, so it's, it's not a knee thing or anything like that. It's a facial fracture, so he'll come back and wear a mask. And, and you know, sometimes those guys come back and wear the mask, and now they're super – They're they, they've gotten even better for some reason. How about Rip Hamilton? You remember Rip, Rip Hamilton? Hamilton LeBron had some stints and, and yeah, the mask has been great. Rip Hamilton broke his face or broke his nose or whatever and then never took the mask off, refused to ever take the mask off, wore it forever. Yep, yep. Wore a mask for the rest of his career and and was a great scorer and great mm-hmm. shooter. And um, who knows what the mask is going to be like. But And Bede's worn one before anyway, uh, But which is a good thing. Because if he has to come back and wear one, he's he's already done it. Masks are totally different now than yeah. when Rip Hamilton was wearing them too. <laughs> but apparently that didn't matter because he was more comfortable with it on than without it. Uh, but anyway, it's guys can play with them on now. It's 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 one of those like old theater masks now, yeah. kind of like it just barely covers what it needs to cover. It's like yeah. half your half your face or something. Uh, but Embiid is going to be a huge difference maker. And he could turn the series around. Now, a 2-0 hole is big. You always see every time somebody gets down 2-0 and 3-0 and 3-1, you always see the numbers, the, the percentages yep. of who, who you know, teams that have come back. Right. Hardly anybody's come back even from 2-0. But there's only been one or two teams that have come back from 3-0. So yeah. 2-0 is tough, but obviously the next one's even bigger. So it will be interesting to see if Joel Embiid makes it back. I believe their next game will probably be on Friday. Uh, be my guess. And they go to Philadelphia. So they, they and going into yeah, the series, going into the series, they said he's out the first two games. Hopefully, you're likely maybe uh, back for the third game. I haven't heard in the last day or two if there's any update on that. I'm sure there is, but um, we'll find out. But hopefully, he'll be back for game three. And hopefully, this series can turn around. I'd love to see this series go, go, you know, six or seven games or whatever. Yeah. And because both teams are really good. And be you just I, I like to see a team if somebody's gonna beat you, you want to see them get beat. You want to see them beat the best of that team. You want to see them at their best. Yeah, yeah. and you want to see. I want to see what I think the Heat. I mean, the Heat can do it. The Heat are a very is a they're they're a, they're a very good team. And uh, I would how great would it be? I mean, the Heat, Celtics, in the conference finals in the East would be. I mean, there might be games that are like played in the 80s. Yeah. Very well could be games played in the 80s. I think we've already seen two games where teams ended games I mean, in the 80s. Milwaukee, Milwaukee just last night against uh, scored 89 points last night. 
And I think it was and they had eighty six. They had eighty six with like six minutes left in the game. They only scored three minutes, three points in like the last five minutes of the game. And the Celtics scored in the eighties the first game. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. So that that was they did it to each other, uh, which which makes me excited about this series. Pro- we talked about we talked about that last week. This yeah. series is the fun one. That's the one that we. This is going to be the one. This this goes seven games, and it'll be the best seven games you ever saw. Is it whoever wins this series wins the East to you? No. Are you kidding me? That's like putting a – you're going to put that on Miami right now? I wouldn't. If I'm one of these two teams, uh, you cannot think that way because Miami will come out and surprise you. Yeah. I mean, honest – you know what? I, I'm, not, I'm not even going to go there. No, I don't. I think Miami is good enough, and I think Philly with Joel Embiid is good enough. I, I don't think this is the conference finals right here. I think this – I mean, potentially, if it was played differently, could it be? Yeah, I, but I think all four of these teams are capable of winning all the the entire East. All four of these teams, especially the top three, Miami, Milwaukee, and Boston, yeah, are so good defensively. They can they can change series because of how good they are defensively, and um, and, and Philly can be like that too. But they have to have on the floor that's it that's it they have to have him beat on the floor and Harden doesn't make him any better on the defensive side yeah I mean we've seen James Harden play well on defense for small spurts but come on man we all know what that is we all know how that rolls yeah but and if you're the main man if you're the main guy on your team on the team and and you know that that number one that your number one guy your number two Joel Embiid's number one but you know number one's down and you're in the playoffs and you are you are literally one of the top scorers in the entire league you got to have more than twenty you got to do better than twenty points you have to you got you got to come out there shooting for forty I I was watching most of this game before I came over here and. Anytime James Harden drove into the lane, got into the lane, he either scored or assisted on when he passed the ball out. When he did his dribble through the legs 15 times, a double or triple step back yeah. after he stops dribbling mm-hmm. and then shoots with two guys in his face, it, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't making those. He had nine assists. So get into the paint. Look, you're probably going to have to play differently when when Embiid comes back. But even then, it's probably a good idea. I mean, you're going to go through Embiid more. Your offense is going to go through Embiid. Yeah, but th- then you can stop and pop. You'll get open jump shots instead of having to do all this crazy creating that is not even that good. Like when you watch Kyrie Irving create for his own shot, it is like watching a ballerina, a professional ballerina at work. It is fun watching him maneuver around and do what he does four spin when, moves and yeah. when james harden does the exact same thing and then travels as he walks backwards i can't stand that <clears throat> that fade away backwards double step back thing my nephew that's all he does is that is the little uh dribble dribble and then jump stop backwards and shoot i hate <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Kids shouldn't be doing that yet. But uh, James Harden was really, really good at it for a long time, but it's not working now. It, it Guys have adjusted to to he has been doing that for a long time. Guys guard him a little bit differently now. They they make 
he still makes them sometimes, but he they they can make it tougher on him yeah. to shoot that shot and make that move. Um, so, but I mean, the guy can still he's about he's not he doesn't handle the ball like Kyrie Irving, but he is he's he's shifty, crafty, and he he moves like his movement is just about getting you sort of off balance. Right. And so do that, but use it to get into the lane and, and shoot your floaters or get, get all the way to the lane and, and make a layup or kick it out to the wide open shooter in the corner. Like, I mean, that's what they want to do anyway. Yep. I, I just, he's got to get into the lane. I think they, it opens up way more for them than him just standing there doing that ISO step back stuff. Um, anyway, Milwaukee, Boston is going to be super exciting, I think, and uh, hopefully they keep just trading games. And that goes seven. We we talked about that, like you said. Um, I when we get back next week, they're still going to be in this series. Mm-hmm. So they will. They'll. they'll I mean, they, some of them may have wrapped up. I doubt it. There's, there's a lot of these are going to be four really good series. I think. And I hope. I hope they are at least. I hope Embiid come back comes back and make turns this into a better series, at least gets home to, to get into Philly, get those two games in Philly, get this thing tied up, and then, you know, see who's going to steal the one on the road. Let the fun begin. That's exactly right. Very nice. Um, yeah. I, I, it's, I mean, that kind of covers everything. So you think Miami, Boston are going to win their series, right? I like uh, – yeah, I'll go Miami. I'll go Miami. I don't know that I think Boston – yeah, I'm t- I'll take Boston, sure, because I know you you're still going with Giannis and the Bucks. I don't know. That's, that's how I feel about that series. I have no idea who's coming out of that. I mean, if you gave me, if you had to pick one, though, I'm telling you to pick one, like you just made me do. If I had to, if I had to put money on it or something, I I think I would go with the Celtics. I think I would go with the Celtics, but by a a, a half of a hair. Yeah. And not not only one, because they have the guys long ways one like one cut split down split the middle. down the middle yeah so it's only and it's only because they've got they've got guys who can potentially guard Giannis and and not stop him you can't stop Giannis but no. you can hold him back and and enough mm-hmm. and they've got enough players that can get out there and do that on that team and Chris Middleton has not played in this series yet either. Um, so if he, if he can come back in this series, that's going to help them a little bit, certainly not the same kind of impact that feeds going to have, but, um, that will give them another shooter, another score, um, and, and kind of open things up. Drew holiday has been great stepping up and scoring more in his absence, uh, and, and also being one of the best defenders in the league. Um, anyway, that's, that's, oh, man, that series is going to be, and Marcus smart missed game two yeah he missed game two and that's the one where they played the best defense which marcus smart is that one of those two or three guys that you expect to be guarding Giannis for most of that game so that's even that's even better yeah all right so we'll move on um we're we're still at the beginning of these series we'll talk about them again uh, next week but chris so we now is the time that we make a decision do we want to talk about how poor our cincinnati reds are or do we want to go on to Mount Rushmore? Uh, let's do it. Let's do it real quick. Okay. I'll put, I'll say my point, and then if you want to add to it or say whatever you want to say, you can. Please. Here's what I'd like to say about these Reds. I've seen some posts on different social sites here lately, yeah. and there was one that I agreed with very much. We are fans of the Cincinnati Reds. 
And one of the best, if you have kids right now, one of the best things you can teach your kids is what it means to be a fan. It's not all about the Reds winning World Series and doing this, that, and the other. You know, when you go to a Reds game, there's a lot of fun things that happen in a Reds game. You remember certain parts of your life based off of what, you know, what you did at a Reds game. You know, you, there are certain Reds games you'll never forget. Reggie Taylor hits a foul ball to me, hits me square in the hands and rolls off. The only foul ball I've ever been close to. I have no idea what you're talking been about. been at a thousand Reds games and I've only had one foul ball come to me and there was no one around except a six-year-old kid 15 seats away and the ball hit my hands and rolled over to this child like you were going to give it to him anyway you know i what? would have but i smacked the seat like i was so mad it was a, it was a tip pass you could have caught it it was a tip pass it shoveled down. it over to him i was i was like 16 years old 17 years old i might have kept it <laughs> yeah no, I probably would have gave it to the kid. But anyway, but those are things, right? You remember those, right? If you had, if you, you know, you had a, a fun day, you know, you, you took off work and went to a game and something happened or you hung out with somebody that you don't normally hang out with or you see somebody, you know, different things happen at Redskins. It's more than just winning or losing. You also have to, you also have to learn that there about abandonment. You don't, when you're a fan of a team, you're a fan of that team in good times and bad. And you couldn't see a better uh, example of that than being in Cincinnati where we are now. The Bengals went from one of the laughing stocks of the league for 30 years to making it to the Super Bowl last year. You're going to go through some tough times, man. It's going to happen. Two years ago, the Bengals had the worst record in football, or one of the worst. Yeah, they did have the worst record in football because they got the first pick and took Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. I I hope I, I understand frustration. Frustration should be there. There should be frustration. But let's not act like we're all going to abandon the Reds. Let's not act like we we want the Reds to. You know, you, we're not gonna we're not gonna support the Reds. I'm still going to support the Reds. I'm making it a I'm making it a a mental mental decision right now to start supporting the Reds more this year in the with how bad they are. I want to support them more than I did even last year. I can't tell you how much I love that. And by the way, I feel like this was the foundation of what I was talking about. It is. When we it's, talked it, about- it is. It's exactly what you were saying. Shout out to Andy Wellendorf who put a little thing up about his boy. Oh. They went to a they went to a restaurant specifically so they could watch the Reds because his boy wanted to watch him and how much it meant to him. To do that, so shout out, shout out to Wally for that. That, that I, I saw that little thing and and it made me think. You know what? That's that's what it's all about, right there. That's right. That's that's a great post. Uh, I didn't see it, but but uh, Wellendorf's a smart guy, and um, it, it, <laughs> he must also be in the same boat that I am. Uh, does not have Bally Sports, so he cannot watch. That's uh, pretty sure that's probably why they. He said, "Dad, can we go find somewhere to watch a Reds game?" I was taking a walk last Friday. Just it was a nice night. I had gone to dinner a little earlier, and uh, just didn't have anything else to do. So I, I took a took a walk, and I was walking past a bar, and they had the the doors open, and the windows open, and everything, and the game was on. And I was like, you know, and this was just just not even a week ago, so they were already in a really really bad mm-hmm. spot. 
And but I'm like, oh man, I miss having the games on. Just having the games on, even in the background, you just turn it on. Whole, yeah. So you just turn it on. You yeah. do other stuff around the house, whatever. But it's just on, and you start. You're walking through the room, and you stop for a second. You watch the next picture. Oh, Fado's up. Got his got his yep. for his at bat. Exactly. Um, it, you know, it, yeah, I, I I do miss it, and I would still if I had Valley Sports, I I, I you know maybe not. I wouldn't watch the whole game or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I'd turn it on and I'd watch yeah. a little bit, or I'd watch until they were down nine three or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do miss that. You know, and I, I totally agree though, Chris, that's a great point. You, you, and look, people do abandon teams and they do, they, I saw a post the other day of a guy who wrote to Lance McAllister, emailed Lance McAllister and Lance put it up. Guy, guy is like, uh, 68 years old or something like that has been a 68 year Reds fan, something, something like that. Sure. And said, this is the time. This is it. This is the time that's that I'm out. Decision. This is the time I'm out. And we hear about that. But it, the You know, a ton of people stopped being Bengals fans in the 90s because they were yeah. so bad for 12 straight years. They were the worst team in the league for 12 years. And then and, and they even some people even became Pittsburgh Steelers fans. I mean, they even yeah. went to the rival, you yep. know. Um, but so people can can make that decision. That's fine. But for a lot of people that are born and raised in a city and you grow up with with your favorite players and, yep. and going to games and all the great experiences that you have going to games, it, it, it's that's the thing. I, I'm so with you on that. It's like I, I get so sick of seeing already and it's still early in the season. So sick of seeing people's negativity. And there's I was listening to a podcast the other day talking about the Reds and the guy's like. Well, it, they're just talking about all the bad stuff that's going on, which that's mostly all you can talk about anyway. But they're like, well, one thing's clear and obvious is Nick Crawl has to go. You have to fire Nick Crawl. There's no choice in that. I don't. I don't what do you I, mean? There's no. Cho- what is that going to do? If it, none of this is Nick. You can't put in the same breath. He's he talked about how Nick Crawl was told he has to cut pay. He has to adjust. I'm just going to say payroll. yes. And he then was he said, given specific put, instructions. He was given specific instructions. Castellini said it. We told Nick we have to cut payroll and we are going to start from the bottom up. We are going to start in our minor league system and bring it up. That is our that is what we are going to do. And that's exactly what he did. So there is no uh, that's see that's just ridiculous. I know. And look, maybe if there was somebody else making those decisions, somebody else in the in the uh, you know, as a general manager or whatever they, you know, VP of baseball operations or whatever. Somebody else may have may, may have made different moves or not, not signed Mike Miner to a $10 million deal or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, somebody may have done something and made a little bit better moves. The Reds wouldn't have been much better this year. No, it wouldn't make any, it wouldn't be, nothing could have, nothing could make this team. There's no small move that could have made this team competitive. Right. And there's any, not a small move anywhere that could be made and getting rid of those big guy, big, you know, big contracts. That's what you have to do. So you're not going to bring on another contract. So you have to do what they did and bring on got 18 year old pitchers that can throw yep. 98 or whatever. And you're going to develop him for three years or whatever. That's the way you're going to have to do it. If you're, if you're handcuffed and you're going to have to cut payroll, it's the, it's the owner's decision. And we already went through that whole thing for three weeks where everybody's like, 
Castellini's need to sell the team and everybody oh. hated how he talked, how he said, where are you going to go? I mean, that's, that's exactly I, what we're saying. It though. is. Where it are is, you going to go? Are, are you gonna, going to be no. a fan or not? But there's a difference. There's a difference between a fan saying that and the owner saying that shouldn't there, that shouldn't have came out. That, I I will not. I but don't, the idea but, behind it is correct. That's why I was kind of defending. Yeah, it. but like, don't say it like you're a punk, like you're something like, oh, well, where else she go? I mean, he said it. His I don't know why I came in with it. I've been, been watching a ton of mob stuff here lately, dude. <laughs> a ton of it. James Gandolfini is our. Uh, I was I was just I just watched the Meyer Lansky uh, Lansky, which is the Meyer Lansky story. Uh, came out last year. I just watched that. Uh, last night, so I mean, I got a lot of, I got a lot of, I got a lot of uh, Daliano talking. You know, <laughs> uh, look, he, he, I can't remember if I said this before or not when we were talking about that, but he, a lot of people know Phil Castellini as being sort of an arrogant, yeah, guy. I mean, he's just, he's sort of people around here that have seen him speak kind of already know that, and yeah, he came across that way. His message was not wrong, though. <laughs> I mean, it's I, the I get that. I get that. I know. But people are allowed to be outraged at how he said it. Sure. I, that's, that's the part that irritates me. Wait, that's not your. OK, I'm not. I don't want to. We're not. I, we're not going off on a tangent on this because yeah, we kind of half agree. No, we do. I, yeah, I half. If, if you do. But we, if you if you leave out the part, the way he said it or the fact that he, he shouldn't have said that. But if you just concentrate on what he said, on the message of what he said, that's exactly that. I'm, that's why I defended right. it because I'm everybody's so crazy about. I can't believe he. You you don't have to like that he said it or how he said it, but you're bl- you're being blind to what he's saying, and he's not wrong about what he's saying. I think so. Uh, look, are you gonna? That's fine if you don't want to be a Reds fan. If you've been a Reds fan for ninety eight years. And, and your 99th birthday is coming up and you're like, this is it. I can't deal with it anymore. I'm, I'm a Cubs fan for the last however many years I'm alive. I'm just a Cubs fan now or I'm a, a Cardinals fan or whatever you want to do. Indians, uh, Guardians. Uh, ha, got him. Got me. Canceled. Um, whatever you want to do. If you want to jump ship, that's fine. Go ahead and go to another. Be a fan of another of another organization but and when guess re- what yeah that's gonna happen at another organization yeah. too i mean unless you go be a fan of the dodgers or the Thank i mean you. there's four teams out there that you can go be a fan of that this isn't gonna happen but it happens yeah. everywhere else yeah i mean I, look those those teams have had bad teams too before they've had bad teams but it take it takes them less time to bounce back yes sure. yeah all right i, I we can we can sit here and talk about how the Reds have by far the worst ERA in baseball, have given up by far the worst or the most earned runs, have given up the most walks, uh, are are like third second or third worst overall in offense. Hey, you know what a big thing though is? Real quick. Uh I was looking the other day and I believe the highest batting average on the team right now uh is Tommy Pham, who couldn't buy a hit for the first four games. So three hit, three hit game last night. Three hit game last night, and he's hitting like two forty seven. Team batting average of 201. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> uh, so Reds are bad. Um, I am glad that you said you were going to make a conscious effort to watch some more Reds, even when they're bad this year. Absolutely. I'm going to try to do the same thing. I'm going to have to start going up to, to somewhere 
boy, these bars and shit are getting bad. But you don't uh, need I'll to find go. a Just place to go. Find somewhere else. I'll find a place to go. I'll go to Chandler's or something like that. Well, during the week, it's not. If you hit them up on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's not that bad. Yeah, that's true. Uh, anyway, I'll find, find one that serves food. Do any of them yeah. even serve food? I mean, that's why I'll go to Chandler's or something. Yeah, that's where you go. Yeah, go to Chandler's. Somewhere like that. Well, if you're going to Chandler's. Champions. You go to Chandler's, you might as well just roll down here. Come to my house. I come to your house. I come to your house. I go to Champions. That's not too bad. Champions in bed. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Let's let's both try to watch a little more Reds. I love it. All right. We got to move on to we're, we're getting back now. Okay. Now this is where I eat another Reese's stick here. I like because, it. Because we're How many talking have you about. Eaten? Have you only eaten one? You did eat two? Yeah, eat Good two. for you. Mine are gone. Okay. <laughs> you can have nope. I've got two left. You can nope. have one I can have. One. Nope. I'm not gonna do that to you. <laughs> not gonna do that to you. I'm good. So you gave it a nine point. What did you give it a nine point nine five? Nine five. And I gave it an eight three. So no, I'm not taking yours. Those are yours, man. Hey. Man, I love the Reese's sticks. So that is the Mount Rushmore this week. It is Reese's candy. What any Reese's product you can find. Now Reese's is um a subsidiary of Hershey's, I believe. So if you go, I, didn't know that. I went to uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania to the Hershey factory and everything years ago, and they were selling Reese's. Uh, My Reese's grandpa's products. mom was a Hershey. Is that right? Yeah. She got banned from the family because she uh, married some Irish guy. <laughs> okay. Well, that was back when Irish people or his, were. Yeah, his grandma, <laughs> not his mom. His grandma was a Hershey. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Yeah, we took the, the the like the bus tour through the town, and you know you saw the where the where Wilt that was where Wilt Chamberlain scored his hundred hundred points was in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah, um, I mean that was the coolest part. To There's me. no recording of that game. So am I correct? About correct. That? Yeah. I think you're correct. Yep. And then he rode back to New York from there in a car with the Knicks that he just beat scored that night. Yeah, That's scored awesome. hundred points on that night. Um. So anyway. Uh, but that was a really cool experience. You got to make your own candy bar. I, I had started dating this girl like uh, a few weeks before that. And I made, I, I gave up my, my custom made candy bar. I made for her, had her name put on it and everything. And uh, how long were you dating? Maybe a few weeks, maybe a month or something like that. That's big. Uh, maybe a little longer. That's a big, maybe a couple deci- months. That's a maybe big couple decision. It is a big decision. Uh, Two I mean, months. we stayed together a couple of years, but, um, you know, I, I could have used that candy bar. <laughs> Would you have ever eaten it? Maybe not. Maybe not. Did she eat it? Um, how did the, was the name imprinted into the chocolate? It's imprinted in the chocolate and it's also printed on a, like a wrapper and it's placed in this nice, like metal case. And the wrappers put on it around. I mean, it's a really nice production. And you walk through, you like, you know, put in what you want. You have anything you want added to it. Make it however you want. What? You make your own candy bar? Make your own candy bar. It goes, what? you you put in what you want. And then you you follow it along the belt as it gets made. So like if back. you say, I want nougat, caramel, Reese's Pieces, and wafer crisps. It would do the whole thing for you. And you walk along and see each thing added at a time and, and you watch it get made and you watch it get wrapped up and uh, you take it with you. I would, you know, how, you know how, what I would make? What would you make? Reese's peanut butter, caramel, Reese's pieces covered in chocolate. I'd make a Reese's the outrageous, outrageous bar. <laughs> I just make the outrageous bar. <laughs> 
Did I, I mention that's my favorite? I bought three of those today because it was three for six dollars or something. Like I that. couldn't. Did you? I couldn't. I couldn't tell. You gave it a ten. Um, so good. So we're we're doing the Reese's Mount Rushmore of Reese's candy. Chris, would you like to go first? Tell me your top four Reese's products. <laughs> well, obviously, number one on that list is the Reese's Outrageous Bar. I'm pretty sure I've made it uh, abundantly clear that that is number one on the list. Mm-hmm. Number two, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with the big cup. The big cups are fun, but I'm gonna go with a little bit. Of, I'm gonna go with a twist on the big cup. I like the big cup with the Reese's pieces in it. Uh, by the end of this, there, there's a small trend that you may or may not follow. Uh, so then for number three, I'm going to go with just the Reese's Pieces. Ooh. A bag of Reese's Pieces are, that's without a doubt on top. So obviously the Reese's Pieces are the trend there, right? So you've got the pieces in there. There's something about that candy shell. It's like with M&M's. Like when I get a Reese's, when I get the Reese's Pieces or if I get M&M's, I throw them in the old in the old uh, in the old gull- or in the mouth and 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 chip away on the outside, mm-hmm. and I get all the candy off first, and then yeah, and then take care of the the chocolate or the or the peanut butter on the inside. You're a surgeon. I am a surgeon. Yeah, I'm a surgeon with my mouth. Um, so I'm gonna go regular Reese's pieces, and last, but most definitely not least. There's something to be said about the original. And I'm going to go with the, I think, I don't think this is on yours. I'm pretty sure you're not going to have the original on yours. I'm going to go with the original regular everyday Reese cup. Now, very close on my list, the white chocolate Reese cup like that and by the way people that say white chocolate and chocolate are the same and taste the same that's not true in any way shape or form they're two totally different tastes i one if, one tastes like jason williams yeah and one tastes like chocolate like like jason nope, nope. one tastes like jason williams from marshall and one tastes like jason williams from duke yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> Also, very close on the list is the the regular the, the new big cup extra with that. That is very close on my list. I buy those quite often. When the outrageous bar isn't there, I will go for one of those uh, quite often. I, I, I'm a fan of that. Um, but those probably would be the next two closest things that I've had and tried. So there's quite a few I haven't had because once I had that outrageous bar, I usually don't buy anything else. I get that. I'm the same way a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Ad, let's hear your Mount Rushmore of Reese's candy. I'm going to go ahead and start with, and I had this written down for a week now, the Reese's sticks. Oh, I like it. Okay, so you went with the one, with what we actually ate today. That's correct. Reese's sticks, I love them. I'm going with the big cup, the plain big cup. Fourth, I'm excuse me third i am going with the rare big cup with crunchy cookie oh i can't find them anymore with crunchy cookie i don't think i've even seen that they were around for a while for a couple years maybe and i i i mean i found i've seen them in like three stores ever 
So here's my here's my thing that we will bring this up on a later show because they're going to be coming on pretty soon. The big cup thing where they're starting to put all this stuff inside the big cups, whether it's crunchy cookies or pretzels or potato chips. What is in these foods that you can place them inside of peanut butter and they don't get soggy? Well, I mean, one has a that shell. freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm sure there are preservatives you, and stuff. That you, you get can. a big cup, even with preservatives. You stick something in the middle of peanut butter. You take a pretzel right now and a jar of peanut butter and stick that pretzel down inside the peanut butter. Close the jar and come back a week later. That pretzel is going to be the softest, nastiest thing in the entire world. However, I had the potato chip one, big, big, big thing or whatever. Once again, same thing. You stick a potato chip in that peanut butter, it's going to get moist. Okay. I don't know how it stays crunchy. It grosses me out a little bit. I don't know how either. Here's the thing. Sometimes ignorance is bliss. Okay. Amen. Sorry. Sorry to have brought it up. <laughs> no, totally okay. Uh, the crunchy cookie, I don't understand how that's not like maybe the most prominent of the things to put in the big cup i mean how's that not selling out everywhere uh, hardly anybody has it. I, 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 maybe that's the problem it lands and it goes i don't know man i, I think know. you'd see an empty box on the shelf though you'd think uh but i don't i haven't had that so i couldn't tell you if i ever find them again I'll, I'll, I'll definitely bring those over that's that's uh number three number four i'm going with Whatever is in season between the eggs, the hearts, the Christmas trees, the the in season, basically the original big cup sort of. Yeah, it's exact. Know? That's exactly what that is. The 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 Reese's egg uh, for for Easter. Oh man, yeah. Which are which are out you, all they, over the place, right? And they now. have to be. You have to get them that year. I mean, you the the best part about those as well as like the Snickers, uh, like if you get a, a Snickers Christmas one, it's like shaped like Santa. The, the caramel is different. If it's not been sitting around for a long time, you take a bite out of that and the caramel, like is still melty and, 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 and oh, so delicious. So there's something about that fresh new peanut butter inside an in-season Reese's. That's a really sure. good one. I didn't think about that. I, well done maybe the best maybe the best well done those are my four the big cup the big cup with crunchy cookie the Reese's sticks and the eggs hearts Christmas trees whatever the, whatever's in season there gotcha that sounds good alright man well I guess that brings us to last but not least uh, let's talk about Mr. David Spade what was it called uh, nothing personal David Spade nothing personal uh you know what? I went first for this. Why don't you go ahead and uh, and jump out, jump out on David Spade? Um, I we talk about this all the time, but I sometimes you go into these things and think I'm so excited about this. I'm probably going to overhype it, and it's not going to meet my expectations because I'm so excited because mm -hmm. I, I know how good this guy is i know how good this girl is i know i know they're going to be fantastic i can't wait for this i was like that for david spade here 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm loving his new podcast with Dana Carvey. Um, he did a little show from his house during the pandemic when everybody was inside. Really funny. Um, and, and so I just, I, the last few years, I've just gotten bigger and bigger, you know, uh, I've just ridden this momentum of David Spade, just liking him more and more. And I mean, I, I'm sure we both loved him for, since we were kids. We yeah. Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Saturday Night Live. Just shoot. No, was it just shoot. What was that? That he was on the. Yeah. Just, just shoot, shoot me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never saw that, but, um, but it was, you know, SNL and, and I mean, Tommy boy over anything. Oh, really, of course. But, yeah. Um, black sheep and all that. So, and, and he's been in a bunch. Did you ever watch the wrong Missy? Oh my gosh. That was really good. I love I thought that, that was going to be so stupid. When I saw that, I was like, man, Sandler's been missing with some of these dude. And that was really good. It's, it's maybe my fit. Now I've, I haven't Adam Sandler is so prolific. I've not seen half of his movies now because right. he puts it, puts a new movie out every year, but that one I've, I've watched that three or four times. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> so David Spade's great. I went into it thinking that it was, it was really funny. I thought maybe, maybe I did overhype it. So it may be, was a tiny letdown yeah. still though i really thought it was funny i liked it a lot um i i i think the thing i like most about him are his and i think they're planned but oh, he but, i know where you're going and yes I, I want this is what i wanted to talk about i think they're planned too okay but his little his little like quick comments that that sound like little throwaways that he's just like it sounds like he's just Top of my head, real quick. Throw the funniest part of the entire, the funniest parts of this entire thing was when he would tell a joke, and then as he's getting ready to like go get a drink of water or switch into something else, and he would just be like, and then we'd keep on going. Those were hilarious. I loved. I was that was one of the things I was going to talk about is the the little quips in between the jokes were better than the jokes themselves. Yeah, he's really good at that. Uh, <laughs> even you know appearances on talk shows and stuff, he's always good at that. Yeah, and so yeah, that's what I liked most about it. Um, one of them that that, <laughs> that stuck in my mind that I thought was really funny. Maybe it was kind of dumb to a lot of people, but he 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 unscrews the cap off his water and he like kind of gently just like tosses it across the stage <laughs> and he goes. I'm gonna be sore tomorrow. I'm be sore tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> just barely used that his was a, wrist and that fingers got, to let it go. That got the most laughs out of all of them, too. During on the actual thing, but there was a lot of little ones in between that were good. Yeah, he had he had some some really funny jokes, but yeah, it's his it's his kind of delivery with with all that stuff yeah. that I think is really good. Um, <laughs> another thing that I wrote down is his. He talked about his weight. How he was at some point he was 140, so he just wrote 140 forever, and he was just 140 for like 25 years. And uh, and and I I was I mean when I became an adult I was always between like 130 and 140, and it's it was like that for a long time. And then two years ago, a pandemic hit, and I ordered DoorDash three times a day every day, and I gained 25 pounds, and now I'm like 165. Oh my gosh! And that's what he is now. Yeah, he finally got he 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 went to the doctor's office for a he tried to get out of going into the doctor's office for his physical before a movie or whatever, and he 
the doctor's like making him do this. He's like, you got to come in. We got to actually check you out. Adam's not going like to like this. this. That's what I, that's what I wrote <laughs> down is I, that was one of the jokes. The Adam's not going to like this joke was, a, was one of my favorites. And at the very end, when he was, when he was 165 and the doctor finally comes to him and goes, Adam's not going to like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was so good. Anyway, my weight is almost exactly the, the his when, when we were both younger and we both got older. Now he's 10 years older than me, but, uh, oh man. Yeah. I, there's so many, there's so many funny things in this pot in, in this podcast in this in this podcast yeah you're yeah, very you're funny. right thank you you too uh, thanks. <laughs> uh but anyway the, the the jokes were good his delivery is what was what is best i think and in the little the little tags or whatever are the are the best parts so david spade nothing personal i am giving a 3.7 okay so i i i i there was a couple jokes that were good that i really liked um that the adam is that the adam one was good um there was a lot of these that didn't hit much at all and it was the only thing that saved it was the little quips in between there was a lot of that. And like a lot of these stories he was telling, I was like, he'd get to the punchline. And I felt like there was no punchline. I didn't, I'm like, where's the punch? I don't get it. And then he'd go into his next joke. There'd be that little goofy thing in between. But I, and I love that. That's funny. But I feel like if you're going to talk for five minutes about a story that don't end it with some quip that doesn't even really have anything to do with the story. Like I needed, I need a punchline at the end of that joke. Those need, little things are almost the punchline. I know, but for I know all of that, for all of that, it's like, I just, you just wasted my time. You could literally just come out and say that little thing. And I would have laughed at that by itself. I didn't need, I don't know. It just, there was a lot of it that I wasn't that. I mean, there was still some really good parts that were funny. Um, I don't, I, 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 I agree 100%. The things that I was wanted to get wanted to say was those little pieces in between and the Adam story. Adam's not going to be happy. Was good. I don't know, man, but the it just a lot of them didn't they just weren't what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And once again, like you said, maybe I hyped it up too much. I gave it a 3.3. It was still good. I, I mean, the whole thing was funny. It just wasn't like crack up, dying, laughing funny for me. So you had 3.4 for Indiana Mike. And you had 3.3 David Spade. You comfortable with that? Let's give it a 3.5. It was better than Indiana <laughs> Mike. <laughs> it was definitely better than Indiana Mike. I'll give it a 3.5. Uh, David Spade, thank you for watching. Thanks for all the texts and phone calls and stuff yeah. you get. You always... Uh, hit us up after the shows but uh you're welcome i just got you another point two point two haas on the ha scale (laughs) that's a ha 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 Ha. Ha. (laughs) oh don't do that again one more uh one more thing no that's it that's honestly one more what do you got except for no i was gonna say we have one more thing to do but our comedy special is the last part 
until it's technically not the last part. The one more thing we have to do is to pick a Mount Rushmore for next week. And which is a segment in itself of this podcast. (laughs) It really is. Um, Yeah. I, 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 I backlogged a few so that I can, so that I can uh, be ready. If you want to look at this little, very short list. Don't need it. I already got it. No, you're so good. It just popped into my head just now. I was trying. I, I look over. I see Spirit, the horse over here, a uh, little toy for the girls. And I'm thinking uh, favorite type of horse. And I'm like, there's no way we can do that. <laughs> and in my head, all of a sudden, Is there I, more than one. Horse? I was Well, in my head, I said, what other horse could I say? And I was thinking, what, zebra? And then I went, boom, got it. This I just want you guys to know how the process works. A zebra okay? is a horse I'm walking, in jail. I'm walking you exactly. I'm walking you through the process. And, and I thought an incarcerated I know, horse. Outside of a regular horse and a zebra, I don't know what else there is. Oh, I got it. Mount Rushmore of zoo animals. <laughs> zoo animals. Okay. We've done animals. No, we no, haven't no. done zoo animals. Zoo animals. Okay. We've done animals. Yeah. I need zoo animals because I feel like cat and dog and stuff like that. It's not going to be in there. No. There's no, I mean, spotted dogs or something like that, I think, are painted dogs. They call them painted dogs. Is that what's at the zoo? <laughs> when was the last time you people, were at the zoo? Is that when people spray their uh, their poodle pink and stuff like that? No, there's some kind of animal at the, there's some kind of wild dog in the desert called a painted dog. Okay. Uh, and speaking of that, I got a. Did a, you know a fox was a type of dog, canine? Is it? I always thought it was a cat. Oh no! It seems like a mixture, really. Yeah, it does. Um, okay, zoo animals. What, what did you say? Speaking of, uh, speaking of that, I just got a uh, oh from Hawksworth. We talked about when I gave blood. Yeah, they give you a, a zoo a zoo ticket. Nice. Yep, I got a zoo ticket. I and then I went to a baseball game the other night, Elder Muller baseball game at UC. And I got a uh, pass for a free view level ticket for a Reds game. Wow, that's that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, and, who won that game? And a Skyline Cheese Cutter, um, Moeller. Good, good, good game. Really four good two, game. four, four two. two. Uh, good game. Yeah, Moeller's got Moeller's got uh, two kids going to Ohio State. One going. To, I mean, they've got five five or six kids playing D one baseball next year. They're real. They're like seventeen and one now. They're really really good. Elders catcher, I want you so badly to see Elders catcher in person. I I heard about this kid. Yeah. I got to see him in person. This kid is unreal. Really? Unreal. You, I just want you to see his arm. Oh, my God. You're going to fall in love. I fell in love with the kid the other day. I'm in love with a 16-year-old kid. He's a junior. He's a junior. Junior, and he's he's. I think he's like the number seven or eight if I'm not player mis- in Ohio. If I'm not mistaken, Dressman was a catcher at Xavier. Uh, elder and Xavier, and he worked a lot with catchers when we were when I was a elder. So if that's anything to think of, this kid's in good hands. Saw Coach Dressman there. He was he's still he's still going yeah. strong. Is he the head coach of JV or is he on the what's he doing these days? He's he seemed to be pretty prominent as a varsity assistant. I don't he he could still be coaching. Well, I mean, he I'm was all sure, yeah. He but. he would he would help. At, varsity games he was a bench coach at the varsity games when we were there but he was the head coach of jv he was in thompson's ear the whole night thompson's ear the whole night now his his boy robbie is is calling pitches i think still he's like that he's pitching the pitching coach, coach yeah 
Um, but yeah, I, he was, uh, Dressman was, was very, very active with coach Thompson. Those guys have been together for a very, 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 very long time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, so you, you gave us the Mount Rushmore. It's going to be zoo animals. Mm-hmm. And I am going to go with the comedy special that I was just as, if not more excited about. And by the way, I told you at the end of last, last week that there was a tweet that I thought about and I, uh, that I thought about doing, and it was going to be, um, so excited about David Spade and Joe list having a comedy special released on the same week. Yep. The next day I tweeted that out. Mm, 15 minutes later, Joe list liked it. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, dude, are you like, are you going to get a blue check mark now? I should, I should have a blue check mark to be honest with you. That's the third or fourth celebrity that has liked something that I've uh, wow. that I've put over the years. Man, that's big time. Dude. Um, it was big. T- it was big for me. I love, love, love Joe List, and that's why we are going to watch his special this week I and talk it. about it next week. It's called This Year's Material, and this it's on year's YouTube. material. It's on YouTube. There's only two blue checks that have ever liked anything I've ever done. They're both Xavier related. No. Oh, one is Reds related. Nice. Bobby Nightingale and Adam Baum. Very nice. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> two, two big time celebrities. Big time That's celebrities. It. No one else has ever Wait. liked any. Nobody <laughs> prominent has ever liked anything I like. Well, you're hardly ever on, to have anybody like anything that you. Have, I guess you got a tweet, right? You got a tweet I, to have thing. somebody like something. That's very impressive that you that you mm-hmm. had any because you're 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 not tweeting a whole lot on there. Um. Uh, I mean, they, I think pretty sure they just liked the thing when I said, hey, Bobby Nightingale was on the podcast last night or, hey, here's the link to Adam Baum still with a nosebleed sports podcast. Pretty sure those are the only tweets I put out there. Those guys have tons of followers and they probably got us some likes or some, some listens. 100 I mean. percent. Some listens. Yeah. I'll take the listens and the views and the clicks and the. Like and subscribe, by the way. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel, The Nosebleed. So can I just say this? If uh, Like like it, because if you're watching this on YouTube, how did you get here if you weren't subscribed? Uh, you, can, you, can, you can find. You, uh, I think the algorithm will, will, will bring up whatever. Okay. I, mean, I don't see. I don't know how. If you I don't watch, know how. I don't know how electronics work. I, I don't know exactly how the, how the algorithms work and everything, but I'm sure if you, and it, it might have something to do with whatever we hashtag at the end of the description and that mm. kind of thing. Which oh, I'm we need to, at. we need to put uh OH dot or OH. Wow. What is, what is the Ohio mosquito? Ohio we need to put MC. there. We need to put there. Well, we will have their website in the comments. Yeah. No, no, we won't. in the, yeah. What is it in? In the description, description of the episode below. Yeah, in the description below. I hear people talk, say that all the time. Absolutely, we will, yeah. we will check the website. Them. There's a website for them, right here, right, <laughs> right there. Go right there and see MC Ohio or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I should look that up before I continue to say it. Ohio MC. mccom baby. That's what we're talking about. All right, we have half of our show already planned for next week now. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk more about the NBA playoffs. Yep. Uh, if anything else comes out about this Chappelle thing, if the guy was planning on shooting him with a with a knife somehow, you know, if he was planning on shooting him with his knife, I feel like you would have done it before he tackled him. Probably, probably. But also, 
officer uh officer uh fox was there and he took care of business yeah, anyway before they stomped him out yeah him and buster rhymes stomped him out yeah. you know buster was the one that did most of that beating right he, he, he had them all in check you know it, uh, <laughs> Look, Busta, Busta tried to break his neck, and, and and Jamie, but Jamie Fox, he's more of a suave guy, you know. He he, I'm sure he stomped him out too, but um, he was probably singing. Uh, Infatuation was Jamie Fox's uh, yeah. big song back yeah. in the day. He's yeah. a beautiful singer, um, really talented guy. But <laughs> while you're looking this up. <laughs> well you're you're looking up our exit our, our <laughs> yeah. exit song um yeah I, for next week that's what we're gonna have uh anything else that comes up anything big in sports big in comedy or anything else and by the way we're gonna have we're gonna eat another reese's product it's gonna be something probably different, be the best part and we're gonna be talking about it and that's very exciting it's very exciting for people to listen to us eat on the microphone and talk about candy yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like, can can I tell you? I don't know that doing it first off the bat is the best idea. Okay, but I really don't care. I'm do, we're doing it because I can't stare at a candy bar next to me <laughs> and not eat it. Do you think there is a better spot no. in the podcast? Okay. Nope, it's okay. the best spot by far. It's okay. the best spot by far. I got you. So we'll do it first. We'll lead off with that. That's our new lead off hitter. That sounds good. And then in, so so until then, don't break your neck. Here we go. What's going on Here now? Come, yeah. Here we go. Oh, this is a bad place to do it at. Here we go. We gotta get to it. Come on, how we do this? Flip Mo Squad. Two thousand. Oh, here we go. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks for doing the clean one. You're welcome. I was like, oh, here we go. There you go. All right, everybody. We appreciate everybody listening. And uh, until next week, don't forget to turn your headlights on.